Let me bring up my notes. All right, now that everybody's in, I'm going to go get a drink. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> When you can take the pebble from my hand, it will be time for you to leave. Ninja, the tea party's over. Time for you to leave. The music at the beginning got me. I was like, what the fuck is this? That is the first thing I wrote in my notes. All I'm hearing is Nathan just singing in the background. I turned mine right up to like 100%. Is that any better for me? Yeah, yep. you're fine. You sound great. Yeah. yeah. Everybody sounds Actually, great. Actually, no. Um, Mike, there's a, a a mute button. That'd be great if you could. Just... <laughs> yeah, you should try pressing it sometime, eh? Slapping too many bitches. <laughs> Slapping too many ah. bitches. I want everybody to clap. I was playing dice. You got Pretty the clap? Close. That sucks. <laughs> Good evening and welcome to another episode of the full Asian action cast coming at you, thrusting you hard. This is the full experience. Everybody's here. I'm your host, Sam, and I'm surrounded across the country with Nathan. Hey, Mikey. Hello, Chris. Yep. Scott. Hello, Rachel. Hi. Oh, holy shit. Everybody's here. And as far as I know, there's not that much lag. Cause we and are someone scary breathing. <laughs> Someone's storming in the background yeah. now. I don't know whose that is. I'm gonna have to it ain't me. I specifically right didn't hold I specifically didn't breathe to make sure it wasn't me. And it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the headset. <laughs> uh, oh holy shit. Okay. Uh before I begin I've actually got the movie on in the background so I can see it again. Uh do you really want to watch it again? Yeah. It wasn't bad. While we're talking. Uh so the movie the movie was uh Birthday Boy's Choice. Mr. Scott, uh, happy birthday. Thanks. Wee. I was Actually, hoping no, we'll we could be uh, together for this one, but, uh, you know, it's kind of COVID. COVID time, so this is the uh, next best option. So it's the mission. Did you have this movie ready to go for your choice? Nope. I, I was looking through Netflix. I was like, meh. And I was like, oh, I look on YouTube because sometimes people upload full movies to YouTube. And I saw this one. It had subtitles. I was like, okay, Johnny Toe, 1999. Let's give it a crack. And Hell Rachel yeah. said it was like a really cool movie that she liked back in the day. So it's like, let's give it a crack. This, uh, for me, when I was reading, because uh, we went through that Johnny Toe period. I was looking at a bunch of Johnny Toe films and quite a few places, websites said, this is his best film. This is his best mm-hmm. film. Best. You don't know it's about It's pretty best? good. I liked it better than that other one we saw. I, think I just got, I got major... Uh, this this is just like cross between Ocean's Eleven and um, Reservoir Dogs when I saw this. Yeah, I'm confused. I, I agree. Please explain. There's not a heist in this film. <laughs> well, yeah, but it had that feel to it. <laughs> yeah, I okay. don't think there's a heist, but I definitely get the Reservoir Dogs theme. I don't get Ocean's Elevens. I do get Reservoir Dogs. Well, well I guess 11, what about, about what the, about ensemble. the bodyguard? <laughs> it is it is the bodyguard. <laughs> I think maybe though, the, the bodyguard from Beijing, yeah. The, the <laughs> collecting of like personalities, kind of like the dead he does, and is kind of you know, you son of a bitch. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're picking up all these different players of the game. But they don't. They don't really though, do they? Like I've, like they they're all hired. They all have to become friends or whatever. But they're not like there's not one guy going around. Like there's not a scene where they go to pick up like fats and he's like, 
I'm oh, down in here. I'm doing like a mission or something. There's no like introductions. Everybody just goes to that room. That's true. Well, they get the guy at the hairdresser, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Guess I, yeah, I've written that down. So in my notes, I've written Anthony Wong in capital letters. It's Anthony <laughs> Wong, Mr. Wong. Uh, before we get into the details of the film proper, if for people who haven't seen this film and don't know, uh, well, actually, for people who haven't heard of the Asian action cast, we review and recap the best and worst of Hong Kong and Asian action cinema. And The Mission is definitely a Hong Kong cinema film. For people who have not seen it, do not know who Johnny Toe is, how would we sell this movie? And we'll go through by names of people that I've introduced. So I'll go first. Uh, I am going to describe this film as a low-rent budget gangster flick that has all of the right moves and, uh, and really sells character. So I think, it, I think it's a very, very fast-paced, uh, well-driven character piece. Sounded like you just described risky business. Yeah, I could have described a million different films, but uh, this is Cantonese, so not risky business. <laughs> and the, and there's not a Tom Cruise in this one, and he doesn't no. slide in and go take your records off the shelf. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> there's a big difference there, although although they both do have iconic sunglasses. <laughs> Because Anthony Wong is wearing some great, like, cat frames. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. they're fucking oh, yeah. phenomenal. Like, I just kept looking at him going, Dame Edna? No. No, that's <laughs> Anthony Wong. Uh, he's so Wong, he's white. Uh, <laughs> Sam, stay out of my playbook. <laughs> All right, go, Nathan. Your turn. Your turn. Uh, uh, we're not really going to do gun ballet, but we are going to do gun poses. Okay. That's how that's how I would sell this movie. If I was going to try and sell this movie, I'd be like, "Look, we don't have the budget for all of that that action, but we are going to have people looking cool holding guns." Yeah, you can hold them, you just can't fire them. Well, you can fire <laughs> them, you just can't move because the camera's going to stay stationary. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We don't have enough money for like gimbals and tracks. And shit. <laughs> but man, this? they hold them so stylishly. No, oh, they do. Oh, and, and we rented a mall for two weeks. We were able to get it cheap. Yeah, yeah at night time, no one was there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Chris, you're up. Um I really reckon this was a um uh it, it made you think a little bit. Um like I like the I like ensemble cast movies and this is this is like even though there was wasn't a lot of character ve- development in it. Um one of the things I found about this is I wasn't bored like it went quick. Like it didn't seem like an hour and a half. It just went really quick. And I, I think that's due true. to the the characters. Like I really reckon they they've they've nailed it. There's a good good chemistry. That's how I'd say it. Good chemistry. Mm. I got that too. Like it's a bit of a slow burner, but it kind of went quick. Which is a never trust a fat man. Never trust the fat man. Jake and the fat man. Is that is that your pitch, Mike? Never trust. Yeah, a fat that's man? that's my pitch. Never, never trust, trust a fat man. Yeah, especially around your meal. <laughs> that's right. It's gone. All right. Uh, Scott, Rachel. You go. Um, I say, apart from Infernal Affairs, probably the best gangster movie. Ooh, that is a, Ooh, uh, that's a that's big call. That is a high praise. Yeah, more than. Have you seen that um, that movie with Andy Lau and Jackie Chung called? Um, I think it's called Jiang Jiang Hu or something like that. Have you seen I that, Rachel? Exactly. I probably have. But... Yeah, but you're right. This is a very good, a very mm. good gangster film. All my life, I wanted to be 
a bodyguard for some dude with really, really, really close cropped, like, like buzz cutty fucking. You could you could put a level on that dude's hair, and it's pretty good. It's Ko's hair is fucking on point. Don't Literally, dance, you could stab Gile. a man. He's got Guile's haircut. Don't dance around it. What? It's the Chinese flat top. <laughs> Yeah. Well, they had they had less polygons back in the nineties, so they couldn't afford that many polygons. PlayStation. Yeah. Well, was right. it just me, or was his like um, wife not hot enough? Oh, that's oh. why he killed her at the end. <laughs> yeah. oh, I, thought she was, I thought she was all right. She was cute. She was cute, yeah. but she was fuck around, find out cute. <laughs> fuck around, find out. Yeah, I I believe it was just you, Mike. Um, you don't have okay. Uh, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Hang on, have we got Scott's pitch? Scott, you got a pitch? Uh, still life, gangster style, and will someone please clean up those peanut shells? <laughs> I know, they're so <laughs> dangerous. What a hazard. You slip on those, break your neck. What, that guy can't fucking throw them in a bin or put them in a bowl or something? No, Just no, no, that, 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 that's, that's Fats' like, power play. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, a technique. I'm in here and I'm making a mess and I ain't going to clean it up. Like, I'm not <laughs> taking my shoes off when I go in your house, damn it. That's right. That's right. That's what he's, called Fats. he's called Actually, Fats. He can't bend down to pick it up. <laughs> I think that's the one thing about um, his character. That's one thing about this movie I didn't like. He had a, 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 a mobster's wife in a high-end house. So it wasn't walked- a high-end house. That's literally one of the notes I've got. Nathan <laughs> <laughs> just exploded with his outrage. <laughs> one, of my, one of my points was literally... Um, boss's house is horrendous. The pillars are huge, but the ceilings are so low it looks like everybody's suffocating. <laughs> what are they? Trolls? Wolves? What's going on? It's like Italian is... house, Chinese gangster house. This is 1999. Like Everybody palatial. has to bend over that's, to walk that's, through that's that like house. Palatial for Hong Kong. Come on. What's 31 courses? Then why make the pillars so wide? It's up the top of the hill. That's expensive, and there's a lot of travertine as well. Yeah. That's a terrible home. And I just, all I saw was a, a mobster's wife in a high-end house, saw a, looked at a, a table full of peanuts and didn't lose her mind. <laughs> well, she has people to clean that shit up. She didn't care. Did you say a table full of penis? Because <laughs> she's into penis. Yeah. Well, no, actually, penis was into her, but that's a different story. Oh, that's I'll pay that. I'll pay that. That's good. Yeah, I got that in before Sam. Just for your joke, is it actually sunflower seeds or is it peanuts? Because my SD. I I actually thought that pistachio. I thought that pistachio. No, they could be pistachios. The resolution. I was thinking sunflower seeds. Yeah. I don't think my relatives eat pistachios and pick the shells off, so I don't know. That's what makes Fats classy. He's important. They're expensive. I'm going to give a bit of a Zencaster anyway here and say, yes, that's a 1999 film. And um, one the year of, four, of the Matrix. One of four that Johnny Toad did in that year, I believe, produced. Holy shit. So he was busy. He was busy. Oh, go on. Can you name the other three? Um, no. Quick. Uh, do you want, <laughs> to, do you want to have a go? Who wants to have a go at pronouncing the, uh, the Chinese name for this film? Uh, Wasn't it it gun, translates as gun gunfire. Is it yeah. gunfire? Uh, Okay, am I saying this wrong? It's a Chiang Fo? Maybe. Which sounds Chiang, like gunfire. Chiang Fo, but I'm not sure. Oh, man, my accent was on point. On <laughs> Pretty point. Close. I think. Yeah. I, I didn't check. <laughs> yeah. You didn't check my accent. You just heard it, Chiang Fo. No, I checked you. <laughs> I didn't do any research before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're, 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 we're prepared. Oh, nice. All right. So in 1999, 99, he did... Where a Good Man Goes, 
Running Out of Time, The Mission, and Silver of the Kiss. Oh. Also, this movie won some awards. Do in tell. The, in the um, best in the synth couple- category. <laughs> so it won best, best director at the 37th Golden Horse Awards. Holy shit. Is that just where a horse hands out, like, cat, like, in 99, this is the best movie for the best director in Golden Horse? Well, there's a couple of different awards um, things here. So in the, the 19th Hong Kong Film Awards, he won Best Director. In right. the 6th Hong Kong Film Critics Society Awards, it won Best Film, Best Director, Best Supporting Actor, you know, a bunch of, bunch of awards. Yeah, right. And All it right. made about $4 million Hong Kong dollars at the box office. <clears throat> that's not bad. Yeah. That's not that's not Jackie Chan money. I mean, it's not, not it's bad. not a bad movie. I'm just surprised because it's like, wow, was Hong Kong in such a doldrums that this was the best thing they had going for it in '99? Weren't they going through that um, changeover in '99? Oh, handover. Yeah, yeah. Yen Wu Ping was busy making the Matrix. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, that's right. There was no Yun Wu Ping film, so it was pretty thin. thin <laughs> not mistaken, this this cost uh, about two million to make, so it it made money. And was Jackie Chan at that point actually like uh, making not necessarily them being out, but making like the Rush Hour films? Oh at yeah, this point? Rush Hour was like ninety five or something, wasn't it? It was like early uh, mid nineties, I thought. I uh, could be wrong. No, nah, that was like ninety eight, ninety nine. So yeah, about him. okay. This has got some pretty notable. Now, I don't know how far this is into his career, Johnny Toe's career, but when you got people like Simon Yam, Eddie Ko. You've got uh, Anthony Wong, who was probably Man. the most expensive star in the world. At the the Wongster. The Wongster. Lamb Sweat. Yeah, he's 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 a classy bad guy character, isn't he? He's like a character actor. Hmm. I think he a was lot one of the kind of um, typecast as gangsters anyway. Yeah, well, he was one of the Axe Gang in um, Kung Fu Hustle, the guy who got his back broken. Um, I think so, anyway. I do know my Asians pretty well, so. I do love Anthony Wong. I'm just going to put that out there right now. Well, yeah, I everybody fucking love loves him. Anthony Wong. I'd Is be he? Surprised if you didn't. Like, I know it's, I know it's a dumb thing to say, but I think he's a really underrated actor. Like, I what? don't understand. I don't what? understand why he hasn't. Bro- no, I'm, I'm being serious. I don't understand why he never broke into like, like you, like American film or like Western film. Like, why isn't he in some kind of X-rated French movie? His English isn't that great. It's okay. His English. Yeah, I think it's okay. Doesn't he have like a? Isn't his father like English or something? Yeah, but he left. He bailed. Mum oh. at a pretty young age, like oh, shit. pretty much immediately. So. Oh my god! So he's vulnerable too. That's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> Although at the very beginning of this movie, I know he was a hairdresser, but then he was wearing that hat for a really long time, and I thought he was hiding a bald spot. But then he wasn't, and I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> well, you seen twist. him with long hair. You know what he looks like with long hair uh anthony wong uh i actually okay i'll, I'll bring it up right now because you brought it up he's wearing his baseball cap and his shirt right the the hardest thing for me to believe in this film is that he would go from wearing a shirt and a baseball cap to wearing a suit and like cat glasses cat eye glasses i just he wears was, those glasses the whole time too yeah it was too big a leap for me i was like no one who would wear a baseball cap would wear that i think when i think he's they were required to when they walked around with that dude to wear a suit because they were all wearing suits at that point yeah okay there's and they were okay. they were average suits too. They weren't they weren't flashy. There's one point where one gangster gets told off for not wearing a tie, although they none of them were wearing ties. Yeah. And then and then Ko's brother, I don't know what that actor's name, like like the main the main Simon like, Yam. Is that Yam? Yeah, yeah, Simon that's Simon Yam. Yam yeah. Oh, fuck, I totally missed that. At one point, he's wearing the fucking biggest whitest tie I've ever seen. 
It is so wide and big. It's a, I think it's in the scene where he's like telling Anthony Wong he's got to go kill the other one. Yeah. Shin, he's got to go kill Shin. That tie is so big and wide. I'm like, God damn, that's a big wide tie. It's a kite. He <laughs> <laughs> walked out with his shirt, yeah. So funny. Does hey, anybody man. have any anybody else have any other trivia, Scott? You got any more trivia before we Yeah, before we go any further, being that it's a Johnny Toe film, uh, get your Asian action cast bingo cards out because the words slick, stylish, cool are gonna be repeated like multiple times during this podcast. Are you know they though? Yes. You know I'm what you won't hear? You won't hear plucky. There's no plucky characters. <laughs> <laughs> Those peanut shells are plucking all over the place. <laughs> it's I, Johnny. I got... yeah. I've got to yeah. say about this, uh, the the casting in this, like it, there's like it's almost like there's two generations. There's like the older generation of film cast, and then there's like it's just boy band members just coming out of the woodwork. It's like they mix two generations of film because there's no <laughs> one. <that is>. <laughs> <laughs> He's like Christian's talking. We've lost Christian. Moving on. people. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to go out. Oh, not much of a limb here, and say <laughs> I, I liked Full Time Killer better than this. It's oh, really? Johnny Toe film. Oh no, I, I much prefer this. And by the way, they are peanuts. I'm watching it right now. It's peanuts. Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> okay. The guy that Christian uh, I, I think is referring to is a there's boy two of them. Guy. You talking about Shin, the good-looking one? There's two, two of them. Two of them. One guy's got perfect hair. The guy who has the oh, the colored bleached hair. Kind yeah, of. yeah. Roy Chung. Bless you. Roy Chung, just so. Sorry, Roy Chung. He's got like the 2000s, yes. sort of slightly long. Uh, he just looks yes. like, he, looked, he doesn't look that great. He's he's looking pretty sleazy. Roy Chung? He's typecast as a gangster. But he's a pimp he's though. In this movie, his character is a pimp. It was a pimp. Yeah, I don't, it was I'm, a I'm pimp. not. I'm not doing that life anymore. Yeah. Not pimping. Now he's a killer. I'd rather That's be a high killer than a pimp. <laughs> do you want to know a random... Yes, story? yes I do. Please. Please. He was busted for marijuana in Beijing in 2014 and it hasn't... Holy shit. Did they kill him? <laughs> no. I think they got they got a tip and then they busted him in the hotel. There's actual, like, they screenshot... He was smoking weed. And then he gives a fuck. Yeah. No, <gasps> he he didn't even he smoke had, it. He, <laughs> he had it. <laughs> he hit the marijuana in a um, matchbox. So he wasn't even carrying a lot. It was in a matchbox. <laughs> yeah. And they busted him and he was in this bathroom oh with his girlfriend. What? And the cop busted him. And I think You're absolutely right. His, his, you, know uh, you know why he, he didn't have Jackie yeah. Tan as his dad to like <laughs> tell him off through the media? <laughs> his uh <laughs> his dis- Filmography then, ends in yeah. 2014. He's done nothing since. That's so fucking yeah. bizarre. And then I think he... it's pity, but everybody... well, they Not don't. Everybody. The government hates it. Um, and that... <laughs> apparently now he just works. He works as a PR sort of um, person in Macau. Wow. Apparently, yeah. he's so a if greeter, he's a greeter. Rich and famous, we can interact with him. So yeah, he's a greeter at at uh, Walmart in Macau. Uh, <laughs> the um the other guy Shin is uh, Jackie Chungin Liu, and he's done heaps. He's he's still active. He he last released a film in twenty one. So I guess good looking people who don't do drugs are very popular. He's not as pretty. Now. Or who don't get caught doing drugs. Yeah. 
I got one little bit of trivia. It's not really trivia, but in the background of one of the scenes, there's a poster for a movie oh, called yeah. Gen X Cops, which was a movie that came out that year. Which is like, ah, oh, I wonder if that was like deliberate or they just was is just that the one Paul Rudd? Just film it. Uh, is <laughs> that, that the one? Gen X Cops. Maybe. I can't remember which one. Gen X Cops and Gen Y Cops, and I can't remember which well, one. Gen, Gen Y Cops, they don't actually do any police work. Gen Y Cops. They expect it all to be done for them. They get it, but they just complain all the time. Yes, it's the one with, yeah. the one with Paul Rudd in it. Therefore, if you tell them to get back to it, they go, whatever, Boomer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, um, Sato Keiji in this, is in this movie. He has no speaking roles because um, I, I assume he's is not very good, but he looks smug and cool as shit. Oh, shit. And Mingus Boyle. Yeah, right. He was the guy I said in my notes, because I, I kept notes for this, great sideburns. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. As assassin. <laughs> he has a great look, though. A really good look. Mm. All right. Any more trivia before we move on? You got nothing? <laughs> uh, I have nothing. Anyone else with any trivia? Oh, the, the the genre for this is is described as no, it's not. bullet ballet. It's not heroic bloodshed. No, no ballet. Is it heroic bloodshed if they all the what? main characters are alive at the end? Uh, okay. Bullet. I ballet? don't think it counts as bullet ballet because they're not moving. It's all very stationary. That's what it says. Like, uh, like, heroic dick measuring, like like continually <laughs> trying to shoot a guy with a rifle with a handgun. I know that's like, stupid. Really, that's, you know that was stupid. Him. All right, I think that's all the trivia, so we're going to move on to the film. And I thought what we could do about the uh, describing the film is just the setup, just the setup. Who would like to take the setup? Plot man Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> Who would like to do it, Michael? Um, so You've forgotten, haven't you? I skipped through a lot of the movie because I... <laughs> I... I can do it. I, I can do it. No, no, it's it it like... Um, Eddie Coe is, is like a gangster boss man, and uh, for some reason, someone's targeting him to be eliminated, probably because he's the boss and they want to take the position. Anyway, um, <laughs> he, uh, he gets attacked, and he ends up having to hire five bodyguards from different backgrounds, just because it's random, to protect him. And uh, we watch a long movie about them standing in different spots, trying to protect him. <laughs> Am I giving this like like I really enjoyed? <laughs> yes, you're giving it the appropriate yeah. gravitas. We're giving the appropriate gravitas. Um, so basically, we follow him around trying to protect him while they figure out who. Oh, we'll try to stop the uh, the hired hired goons from killing him. Goons, and, uh, hired goons. Yeah, exactly. That's why I threw that in there. Um. And then uh, eventually when they take them out, they figure out that it's the fat man that's trying to, to kill him. Okay. okay, Mike, I don't want to say charisma vacuum, but like, dude, yeah, yeah. seriously. That, that's where I'm going with this movie. I was like, <laughs> I, did, I, I got bored with the, the extra ending bit at the end. Yeah, they didn't need they, that. They, they finally decided that, oh yeah, now the movie's over, we'll just throw in an extra twist for no reason that didn't need to be there. It could, I reckon that was one of the best parts. Really? Yeah, like, so just to, just to plot you out there, apparently one of the bodyguards slept with the wife of the boss while they were, you know, stuck in a car in the rain or whatever, and now the boss man wants his head, so then they fake his death and 
Yeah. yeah. This is I don't I don't particularly think the movie needed to continue past the fight sequence where they like find out who the bad guy is and like yeah. take him out or well, they're all yeah. bad guys. Um but at the same time I kind of dig I kind of really like the fact that they decided no 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 we've we've acted like this boss guys we've never really gotten to his character. We know these guys are protecting him but we don't know if he's a bad dude or a good dude or what. And they have fatty. Okay, so they have fats. They all, they all, one of them's gonna, one of them's shin has, has fucked the wife. That's a bad move. And everybody's like, man, that was a bad move. They should have known because it's like Chekhov's penis. That's right. <laughs> and Anthony, Anthony Wong is like, because he had his shirt off. He's charged. He's been told by the, the, the people they've been working for that shin's gotta go. He's gotta get killed. Right? Because he slept with the wife. And then, and then the fats is like, like, so they're all sitting around. Everybody knows this. Everybody's in the room and they're like, we're all friends, but this guy's got to die because of this shit. And Fats is like, let me go talk to the boss. Maybe I'll be able to sort it out or whatever. So he goes to talk to the boss. As he's going up there, he walks past the wife going into her like Mercedes. And they and then like the internal mooks of the boss just iced the wife. And he's like, nope, I'm going to go back. If he's willing to kill his wife, he definitely wants Shin dead. <laughs> This is more of an affront to his like honor than like any kind of real like romantic or love interest shit. I was like, that dude's cold. He is cold. They wanted to make the they wanted to make the boss like a real cold motherfucker. But they should have done it at the beginning of the goddamn film because throughout the whole film he's pretty passive until right. No, but then you wouldn't care if he got killed or not. You have to have some ambiguity there, or you're just like, fuck that guy, fuck him, he's a piece of shit, let him die. Yeah, why you guys doing this? It was kind of weird because they were kind of trying to make him out like he was a a good guy but the bad guy but a good guy you know because he's given money to the guy that like ran away from protecting him and and yeah. all this and he doesn't really have a mean streak through it and even at that bit that's all off screen you never see him order the death or anything you don't see him order the death of fat man you don't see him order the death of wife etc it's all off screen so it's kind of like forcing it in there to make it or pushing it against Frank because Frank seemed like the one that was like the bad guy. Or, or Frank's doing, Eddie's brother. He, he's uh, the that's enforcer. Simon Yam. Forcer, yeah. yeah. Simon Yam was the enforcer. He's the of man of the big tie. Yeah, it kind of, kind of felt like he was the one imposing the like the the bad will. But do you, I was thinking when I was watching it and, you know, there's a scene where the, the boss makes or, or offers to make coffee for them all and they're all just sort of staring blankly. You think that was the scene where Shin goes, Hey, he's gonna give me coffee. Maybe he'll give me his wife or something. Yeah, you know, there was just like no purpose to the link between him and the wife. <laughs> yeah, my favorite, my favorite bit is when Roy, well, not favorite bit, but one of my bits that I like was when Roy, like, goes, he's he begs out of working under, doesn't want to drive her around anymore, and then later on he's like, that bitch was hitting on me the whole time. <laughs> it's not Shin's fault. What's well, he gonna do? Fault. You're only a man. That's on him because he came back and he was like, "No, Shin, you're fucking driving her." That's hit. Yeah. That's on him. Yeah. He didn't like his friend seeing him being a chauffeur. Yeah. Oh, is that why? Is that why he didn't want to? That's do what that? I got from it. Yeah. That's that's what I got from it because he was he was taking her shopping and then the like the guys from the club rolled past going, "Hey, see your new job," you know. No, he, they didn't say that. They said um they were all about uh, that I, dude that just got his me. fucking neck slashed. <laughs> Hey, if it means anything, I was reading like an interview with Johnny Toe and he said when they filmed this that they didn't actually have a script. No shit! Uh, they, just kind of, they just kind of did it as they went along, so that, that kind of makes sense. It doesn't excuse the, the way the plot goes. It's a very Hong end, Kong thing, isn't it? Like they start um, off with an idea and then yeah. they just sort of film 
scenes yeah. and then plug them all together. And then someone yeah. said, "Hey, I've got a free fucking like shopping center we can use at the at night time, and we've got all these guns. Yeah. Let's." Uh... I've literally, he had a free yeah. free use. Well, that's of quite, that's what makes nights. this that, film though. Two nights. They did it in two nights. That's pretty 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 good. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, but I mean, like, if you. If I'm watching it now, and this film seems to me like it was shot on a shoestring. A couple of things is the opening scene. Fuck yeah. There's like uh, there's a there's a scene where the guns are getting cocked, and then it cuts to black, and you see hear all this gunfire, and uh, and the scene in the uh, the what is it the mall is probably the most action packed scene except for the the end bit, and a lot of that is just like uh, what do you what do you call them tableaus where it's just like they're all kind of like static camera. Yeah, they're all yeah. posing. So there's not like shit exploding. It's just like a couple of squibs. So I think it was and there's pretty... and there's one dude firing up the the escalator, and it's just like and they make that sound like the most important thing in the world. It's just like bam. That scene where that guy's coming, the one lone um, security guard who's a, a hitman coming up the escalator. When they all pull out their guns and pose, that was I hated myself for liking it, but I did really like it. Because the I cop that throws was his hat, and they all just fucking unload on him. It was so. Why cool. would they? Why would he throw his hat? Because dramatic. It's a signal. It's a signal. Who throws a hat? It's, it's a signal. He throw, he, it's a signal for them to shoot him in the face. No, he throws the, his hat. Doesn't he? The, the hat's security guard throws. The yeah, hat, that's yeah, exactly my point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He throws his hat. Then he draws. Then he goes to shoot. Throwing the hat pretty much guarantees you're gonna die. <laughs> what he meant to do was throw the gun, and then he was gonna shoot his hat. I reckon this is an artistic choice um, by the director. Oh, it is. It's a, it's a, it's a style choice. Um, yeah, I think. Uh, I, what I quite liked was um, uh, the when they're, when they're actually in the, the shop, they're or they're holding their 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 positions. You know, like in most no other film I've seen where they they just sort of run around, go to cover and that, but they're like they're holding their positions. That was something that everybody in this film did. Like when they had, you know, why Christian. It was a stylish choice, but it was also a we got no money choice. Was it really, or was it just yes. an artistic choice? Because uh, everyone else is both. doing that. Now nah, the, the the them not moving is so that when he frames the shot, they're all in the shot and they're all kind of like spaced apart appropriately. So part so they of were it, doing, I think, yeah, they were doing COVID um, restrictions before we were, <laughs> yeah, social distance, <laughs> and you know, like <laughs> yeah, the tension. Twenty years before, yeah. it builds the tension because you can't see who they're shooting at. And you're assuming that they're all taking care of business. But I thought it looked good because they're all set out nicely. But it also, it reduces the budget because they don't have to show what they're shooting at. Uh, but it also ratchets up that tension. This film is full of tense moments, tense conversations and tense kind of standoffs. Yeah, well, at least the, the, the intention of being tense. Yeah, and well, the only thing that ruins the tension is the fucking synth. It just comes in and just like, just wah, blows wah, it away. Wah. Oh, it's terrible. If anything, the budget for the synth was gone. That was just. <laughs> well, their budget was only two point five million Hong Kong dollars, which is about I think I did the calculations four hundred and sixty. Oh shit! They still double. Yeah, they but... still doubled their money though. That's nice. Yeah, but the it's Shaw brothers work. can make like sixteen films with that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Shaw was gone. Yeah, yeah. The music was just so terrible in this film. It definitely feels like they've they've got like about four different sets and. They tried to plug in everything they could in those four sets, but uh, I do think they made good use of of them from what they had. But you, you can feel it through the rest of the movie that they had to work it around to try and you know massage in a bit of a story. So Mike Mike was pretty much spot on with the with the overall arcing 
thing, but I'll I'll just quickly hit the beats of the plot. You're introduced to some characters. There's a gunfight. The boss is nearly killed. Um, the boss does like the group decides we need to get some people in. They get these like dudes in to help. There's a group of two guys, Roy and Shin. Uh, Shin's working under Roy. Roy is kind of a hothead. Uh, you got Fats, who's like a gun, like manufacturer, a tinkerer expert, plus also can shoot. His name was James, Ant- wasn't it? It's yeah, Fats, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, James he, he Fats. James. <laughs> There's only one yeah, yeah. Fats in this Fat one. <laughs> Chung was the bad guy. Eating the stuff. Yeah, because the, the, the guy who put the hit out on the, the boss originally, his name's is Fats something or other. Fats Chung, yeah. Um, I got him as Uncle something, but yeah, uh, well, Uncle Fat Chung. But <laughs> so so there's that guy. Then there's the Anthony Wong character, who's kind of like the, I would say the technical mind. He's a hairdresser. That's his. Uh, yeah, but job. He, but in this, he's trying to give people a lot of orders, and he's usually right. So we'll give him that. Give him that. And uh, then we've got Blondie, who's also just muscle, I guess. So they've, they're bodyguards for this dude, and for the rest of the movie is essentially them playing cat and mouse with, with some assassins. And all the assassinations are sponsored by Gatorade. Are they? <laughs> what? <laughs> I get that. Did, did everyone pick that it was the, the fat man, like, straight up? Yeah. Uh, it, it, was, it was just a little bit too obvious to me. Just well, it was, either, like... it was either that, or they were trying to give that dude a send-off, like in his last movie, and he was famous. Because he was featuring a lot from a, yeah, a very it, early position. It kind of like, I, I think they were trying, like when they had the little round table, they're trying to like palm it off on the guy that was talking up a lot. But I was like, it's just a obvious fat guy. Can we just shoot him now? Because I didn't see, I didn't think it was a fat guy. I actually thought it was a mole. <laughs> I thought Roy was a mole because he always looked shifty. And yeah, yeah and I thought same, maybe it was that, that fop that was in that meeting. They had a meeting with all the crime lords. And one yeah. guy was just like, you better take care of business. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought they were trying to frame him, but yeah. I thought it was something to do with that old fat man, mainly because he was in it so much. Yeah. It was, he was it, in that, more than one that scene. It. That was it for me. He was in it too much. And in the first scene in the, the restaurant, he's killing everyone bar the fat man. I'm like, why are you not killing the fat man? He's like the easiest shot. You know, he's so well, you, first of all, Michael, just be honest. You, you, you'd think it was him because he was fat, straight up. That's it. <laughs> don't um, trust that. Maybe the, assass- maybe the assassins the thought heart attack make. would get him. <laughs> <laughs> make him run around a bit, yeah. Um, look, the, the second thing was he clearly says, um, uh, this is not for you. Um, you're not involved in this. Stay down. <laughs> well, in, the, in the beginning of it, when he points the gun at, at Fats Domino there, he goes, you're not part of this. Stay down. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but he killed every, he everyone else in the restaurant, too. though. That was no, he didn't. Kind of there was like... a couple of uh, a couple of customers, or maybe a waitress, or something that were that you, you clearly saw in the beginning. Did you Did you do what I do and fall asleep during this movie? <laughs> I did fast forward a little bit, but oh. <laughs> <laughs> Guy, I was um... I was falling asleep, but then I saw somebody with a wallet chain, and that brought me right back. Like, yeah, well, it it's the 90s, baby. <laughs> yeah, let's get some scar in there. And before we go any further, I need, I need to jump in with a couple of things here. Um, despite Nathan's protestations, <laughs> protestations, protests, uh, he said he said the word stylish about three times. <laughs> so, yes. Gotcha, bitch. Um, 
the, the music was done by a guy called Chung Chi Wing, who's done about 20 yeah. films. <laughs> Never work I'm again. That song. <laughs> There's two songs in this movie. There's the main theme, which yep. maybe Sam can put in here. And there's a there's, there's the song they play in the shop, which is a bit more um, musical, I guess. Like under, under everything, instead of it sticking out so bad. Yeah, it's kind of like elevator music. But to its credit, that that weird synth we keep crapping on about, I heard the whole song. And if you play like more than a couple of bars, it kind of a bass. The bass is very good in this uh, film. Yeah, I really Johnny enjoyed the Tyler. bass, but the synth was shit. Johnny Tyler. Well, clearly not, because so this, this is, is even shit. important. <laughs> <laughs> he just doesn't like the right kind of music. Like some of the movies you watch, it's like some of the movies you watch, it's like, oh man, that would be cool to get on a soundtrack, like some cra- crazy synth stuff. It's like this isn't even cool in the eighties kind of way. Oh, one more thing too before we go on about the fashion and everything. Um, the little bit at the end where they're sort of faking or thinking they're going to kill one of their brothers or not can be summed up in yeah, Bros before Bros boss. before boss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go on. The fashion, yes. There's some good big collars. It doesn't here feel and, uh, like the late nineties. Crazy hair. I, does I think we, I think we really missed a, a Hong Kong period that just sent, seemed to go hey. from like eighty five to two thousand and fifteen, where everybody, <laughs> everybody dressed in a very particular way. No, you can, you know how you can tell. You know, how you can tell is because uh, suits are kind of classic. They don't really go out of style, but you can tell because the legs. Everybody's of pants the suit, are so high. The pants? No, nah, they weren't too high. It's the uh, the cuffs. <laughs> The cuffs are wide cuffs. There was a period where cuffs are wide. Now they're all skinny. Now they're all like, you know, tailored. But before it was... Yeah, they do have big big collars. collars, There's some big collars. But everybody's suit, even the good, like the people who are supposed to be in good suits, everybody looks like everything's ill-fitting. Yeah, they're all big, slightly big. When when it comes to the wardrobe on this in this movie, I honestly think it's um, Hong Kong's take on 2000s Hollywood... um, that's amazing. They were fucking predestined to know by a year. I thought it's more like Japanese. I got I got a bit of a Japanese vibe from the very beginning of this film. For a second, I thought, is this a, like a cross production? For a second, and I was like, oh. no, no, this is pure Hong Kong. Why'd you get but the Japanese brief, vibe? I don't know. There was a brief moment when they were killing people in that restaurant. I was like, is this a Japanese film? Hmm. It did. It did feel like a little bit like a yakuza kind of thing, didn't it? But I suppose that's what you get briefly, very, very briefly. Yeah, like that triad. Are you thinking Seven Samurai? No, but this is before they introduced all the like the people working together and shit. It was very much at that very beginning scene. I was like, I think it was the the opening of the bar and stuff like. Anyway, it's not important. So no, no, it's important. It's important because I was going to say that uh, the 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 composition and the framing of the shots, I really appreciate that technical quality. I guess maybe uh, you know it makes me think of Japanese films because there's color. There's, you know, shapes and everything. The way that he shot all of the film, I actually noticed a few points where I was just like, that's that's a nice there, angle. And there, were, a nice... there were two bits. There were two bits that I noticed. There was a bit when they're like in a hallway at like the boss's work. And there's a real slow zoom as people are talking to, I think, talking to each other. I think it's like Anthony Wong and the Roy character. There's like a real slow zoom. And it's really good. Uh, the, and there was a bit with a bunch of good fisheye as well. Oh, the fisheye, that, I, I, it was a while before I noticed it. And I was like, oh, man, that's actually like a bit short scopey. But it wasn't bad. It looked no, quite good. No, because it was mostly still. Yeah, it was only slightly. They weren't was moving it around. Yeah. yeah. Um, Shaw Brothers have a bit on the production. What's that? Okay. Too, apparently. I think it's just the 
I don't think it's actually the the whole company. Oh really? Like I think the, it's just production stuff. Yeah. Like where you send your <laughs> film or something. They develop. They develop it. <laughs> <laughs> they put it. They transfer it to MP4. Um, the opening of this is like, like yeah, <laughs> we, we always talk about Johnny Toe and sort of his camera choices and all that. The first 20 minutes, it was so Johnny Toe that I was like, this is almost a parody, right? Like there's so many wipes and transitions and stuff that it's kind of funny. And there's like, ah, oh, this is actually pretty cool. And there's one scene where um, Lambsworth's character is loading a gun on one side of the screen. And they've cut the oh, other yeah. side of the screen into three, divided into three. And you that's the only time. It is yeah, really cool because like, oh, really you can cool. see like all the different parts that he's doing. Actually, uh, I wrote down some predictions because it's a Johnny Toe film and I wrote that I was expecting to see either some dick measuring, uh, some gangsters, hard-boiled, <laughs> and maybe some pissing on a tree. <laughs> One out of three, I bet. Yeah, a cool at a cool bar. bar. A cool like restaurant bar. Yeah, there was, there was some dick measuring and they were at a bar. So, and they were gangsters. So I guess it was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. No, we're no, no, we're all here. It's we're just, here. Uh, we were, we were kind of listening, yeah. going, okay. He might you be know, right about that. I was thinking about uh, Lamb Suet eating all those peanuts, and he chews a lot in this film. He's chewing something. Uh, the scenery, am I right? But um, <laughs> I thought if if you're chewing on screen, it really makes you look like a dick. You're just like, oh, I don't like this guy. He's just chewing. It's rude. Swallow. I think he's, he's supposed to be thinking about what his next move was or something like that. The, the characterization yeah. or something. Yeah, like I did like when um, Shin first arrives. So the very first dude in the room, when they're all getting together for the very first time, is uh, is Fats. I don't know. I don't, he's, I'm calling him that. You can go fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> and then Shin comes in and Shin's like, I work with Roy. And he doesn't even answer him. He's just like looking at him. And then he just offers him a, a peanut. Well, I didn't know what they were all there for. And I thought that was the worst job interview ever. It's just these guys just not responding to him at all. I was kind of like, you know, because they were going for the vibe of, oh, there's five misfits getting together, but it's like, um, like three of them know each other and they've worked together before. It's just like an extra two to the like I, the, the pack. That that made me think that like the Hong Kong like triad scene actually isn't that big. That's what, <laughs> that's what that made me think of. Like, eh, you're gonna pull from the same people sometimes. They're all contractors. Yeah, there's twelve guys. Yeah, I mean, it, it kind of makes sense. or well, not makes sense, but that kind of like, you know, when they go, oh, we have to find out who's got the hit out on him. I'm like, is it really that big? You know, don't, isn't there like so many people that are going to put a hit on a triad boss? There's not like that many triads, like one or the other, etc. Or it's someone on your own side. Yeah. I, the thing that really got me was that these guys really seem... cool about this movie, but... <laughs> No, no, these guys seem pretty pretty incompetent for the most part. Like, you know, he's a big crime boss because obviously he's got heaps of guys at his place. But then they get five guys and the five guys, like you say, Mike, they're they're shooting against people with rifles with handguns. And, I mean, he got shot that first time they're walking through the alleyway. That's shit. That's a shit bodyguard. Yeah, they weren't great. But they did the job well enough. There's some, there are some good stylish bits. That's pretty cool. Like when they're getting, like when that drop happens and there's, they're, they're fighting those dudes. That's pretty cool. Um, there's that bit. Then there's the bit where they're hiding bushes and it looks like the bushes are shooting at people. That's pretty great. Uh, and then there's the, uh, then there's a scene in the shopping center. The shopping like, center the... is probably my favorite scene. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. 
That's probably yeah. That is the best scene. That's the best sequence. That's, yeah, that that's definitely my favorite sequence in the whole. Movie. No, you know why? That was a dumb shootout, Rachel, because everyone knows that sniper ammo, sniper ammo is the rarest, and he'd be out of ammo, like, way earlier than what he was. I didn't have a problem with him, like, shooting through the whole clip. I had a problem with, like, why isn't he hitting them with a freaking scope and they've got handguns shooting into a building? Meh. I was more like, what the fuck is this building? It's got coke on pasted on the inside of it, and they put paper on the poles. Uh, My favorite thing was when they kept showing guys up the hideout. The the bush it just looked like the bushes were shooting, <laughs> like they were. They the were bushes rushing, are alive. Rustling bushes and there's just bang 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 <laughs> rustling bushes bang 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 bang. Like wow, those bushes are scary. I actually because of the shot from like first person perspective of like here's the, the gun sight. Kind of, like, what what I Mike, Mike's like click on thing. Yeah, was it like meant to be like a laser thing? And I'm like, yeah, a holographic sight. Having it like, and you still don't realize that. Because of the length of a handgun, the bullet's going to drop before it gets that far. I um, I well, just they're taking that into consideration, that... Michael. They're professionals. <laughs> I just had a feeling that they they were trying That's to pad this movie out. Pressure on the bloody spring or whatever the hell they asked for. Go Can you guys it. hear me? Yeah, yes. 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 Sorry, I talked over Go. you. Sorry, I, I just thought. Um, I just got a feeling they tried <laughs> to pad these out because the um, the fights, the 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 gunshots in seem to go on like i i don't mind like um they have a certain look to them and stuff like that but it just seemed to go on for way too long they're moody like, they're trying to get that moody look of their yeah eyes. they were mo- they, they were not action sequences they were people standing still shooting guns i kind of like how he picked these five dudes and the best they can do is fucking with each other like putting Fireworks and their cigarettes and shit like that. Oh, that's just, hilarious. Just passive aggressive. those character moments that make other. it like cool. Like when they're in the hallway and they're kicking that piece of paper around. That was, yeah, that was really, <laughs> I forgot about that. That was really cool. How did they get that in one take? Was that Nobody, one take? Like, I didn't even realize. It funny. Yeah, right. It looks like one take, right? It's just one Oh, shot no, because the they cut to like shots of Anthony Wong's foot and, and stuff like that. Oh. And I didn't think Anthony Wong was going to participate. Oh, okay. I didn't think he would. No, no, would. no. They, they got the cold man to play. <laughs> yeah. The ice. They called him the ice. <laughs> That's why I kind of like it. It's like, it's a gangster movie, but there's a lot, like I said, still life, slice of life. Like, there's a lot of boring shit waiting around for the boss and just fuck over each other because there's nothing else to do. And it's. The early the late nineties, we don't have like a Nintendo <laughs> it, Switch. It did feel like a little bit like the lower decks kind of thing. Like we're just sitting around waiting with the bodyguards, not not getting any interesting like crazy meetings with big head honchos. We're just waiting with the bodyguards outside in the hallway. Yeah, because it's above their pay grade, right? Like they need to yeah. stay out there. I was actually they're wondering independent if, contractors, but they're you know. I actually wonder if they were going to start hitting on the um the secretaries or anything like that. I found the secretary hotter than the wife. See why not? Helen. After he kills the wife, how do you know he doesn't just get with Helen? Well, this is true. This is true. That's in the director's cut. Oh, oh hey, fuck. hey, I'm watching the film now. I'm going to say this is definitely higher than 28 core ceilings in this house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, do you want to know something random? Anthony Wong actually did train as a hairdresser before he started. No way. To be oh. Oh, not, he's not the same. He, he, knows, he knows how to blow dry hair. <laughs> well, I mean, training to be a hairdresser is like put yeah, the clippers on floor and go. Sweep the hair. Sweep the hair. Yeah. Sweep. 
So his his version of Karate Kid instead of sweep the leg was like sweep the hair. Isn't that in um that vampire movie with Baby Johnny? Is like sweep yeah, that's the right. That's that had um... oh god, that's a that's a uh-huh, yeah. yeah. Who was the actor in that? Chin Car- no, Chin- uh, I don't know what episode. Chin Carlo. It was a Chin Carlo. No, I was th- huh? Chin Suho. I was thinking of Chin Carlo, but yeah, it's Chin Suho. Better film. <laughs> baby John wasn't even born. Baby, right? baby John, baby. Oh my god! I want there's, there's one other fight bit that I want to just bring up. Like in that bit with the escalators, they're coming down the escalator. They're all stopped in the, the shopping center. Now, is that cleaner part of the assassin group? Yes, he's he is. Packing? Yes. Well, then yeah. why does he have? a silver-like reflective surface that they can see everything on. Wouldn't they have thought about that? They seem pretty smart. I uh, like to think in my head canon, he's just a random dude who's packing. It's just a janitor <laughs> like, that's carrying a he's gun. A, he's, a good, he's a good guy with a gun that just happens to be in a bad situation and he gets whacked. <laughs> what was the other cleaner? Was there another cleaner? Oh, no, that was the, that was the fat got, guy from the beginning of the film. Yeah. The one who got... Um, was yeah, because his boss was getting shot at and he went and hid in the toilet. Yeah, he, that was he, very funny. I liked how slowly that dude opened the fucking door and just went, it. I'm yeah, out. Yeah. <laughs> it reminded me of Homo going, like, vanishing back into the hedge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Actually, so the, just while we're on that scene, there was something I did real uh, notice on that, and I know it's something small, but they obviously messed that scene up because he, um, when they actually get him out of the bag and that, he's already wet, and then they throw the water on him, and then... They're like, oh, we'll give him 10 minutes if he survives, you know, if he's innocent. He could have been sweating. Like, really? That much? I don't know. I think he's probably right, but he also yeah. could have been Back sweating. Right. I need to point out one more thing from the shootout yep. at the shopping center. Best scene, scene in the movie, may as well stay some time waiting on it. <laughs> <laughs> they're all kind of pointing up towards the escalator, and this red barrel kind of just comes flying across, and then he, the guy jumps out and starts shooting. He's like, was that red barrel going to explode? And they I just remember the red They couldn't afford that. I think, yeah, he was trying to distract with the shot, like, I think, like cross. trying to get yeah. him to shoot at the barrel and then he would shoot down at him. Yeah, because earlier the guy, in the when they're in the in the alley, the guy throws his jacket up and the sniper goes, no, nah, I'm not falling for that. I'm so glad that they didn't fall for that because I thought that was the dumbest thing in the world. <laughs> that red barrel should explode. Yeah, that's right. Video game logic. <laughs> I, I was like that Mike guy just like to shoot his gun for whatever reason like he's like oh yeah I'm a good shot but he like stands there emptying like clip after clip at nothing and he did the same thing shooting at the sniper rifle in the alley and then he does the same thing shooting at the guy in the window at the freaking warehouse I was like you're obviously not a good shot if you just like sit there emptying <laughs> clip, clip after clip after clip for no freaking reason I mean at least you could Semi say it's a distraction in the warehouse scene because the other dude like sneaks into the warehouse at the same time. But the other point is like, why do you just keep firing? It's like behind the pillar, you're not going to hit him. Look, we've always we've all played Call of Duty. In that situation, you just you just have to run away if you've got the gun. <laughs> if you've got the handgun, you got to run away. But you've also got to distract so your opponent might be at, like so your friends might be able to take the point. So I don't know what he should have done in that situation, but it probably wasn't that. Yes. Christian, if me and you were playing Call of Duty right now, we're in that situation. You'd, what you'd either be, be going, right you'd either be uh, reloading your rocket launcher because you missed the first shot <laughs> or throwing all your grenades. Um, 
and and flashbangs. Flashbangs. But because you don't know <laughs> how to aim it properly, you bounce off a wall and hit me, and I'll be blinded. <laughs> Yeah, hit a red barrel. <laughs> well, that's one thing that, that you, you, you never fail to do, Scott, which is call the duty. <laughs> that didn't come off the way I wanted it to, but yes. Oh, Sam, you're fired. I'm fired. We try and do like a CSI, <laughs> I guess you can say, glasses. Yeah. I don't know what else to say about this movie. There's not anything else to say. Uh, like, well, it's pretty good. It is. Maybe thought- watch it. I've noted that the Foley and the sound designers are the real winners of this film because I thought the sound design and the Foley were really well done. Everything except the synth was really good orally. Orally? Yeah, orally. Orally, yeah. I thought it was filmed in like the back ends of Hong Kong. Like, I don't know where they're filming. It's like this. Is it Hong Kong? Like Can we confirm that? Is it Hong Kong? Are they in Hong Kong? Yeah. Rachel, Scott? The yeah, shopping yeah. center is like, is, is like Chunwan shopping center. So. Yeah, but a lot of so, the street yeah. stuff is like weird, um, not really busy, but garbage everywhere, and sort of random people walking in the background. It's like, where are they filming this? I feel like they don't have much money. They're not going to have a permit either, so they're yeah. just going to find under a bridge in between a parking lot, <laughs> um, some back country Location. area. Yeah, um, I'm just watching it now, and there's a scene where they're driving in a car, and the shot is on Fats eating some nuts, and it's kind of <laughs> like a, a noirish type of mm-hmm. like low key shot. And he's got about four hairs coming out of a mole on his chin. Oh, yeah, I saw that. And it is God bless like HD. extra luck. He's super lucky having those many hairs in his mole. There's super not lucky. a lot of makeup. What can I say? There's a lot of zits and pop marks yeah. happening. That's <laughs> right. They're gangsters. Gangsters don't care. Shin's pretty good looking. They, Shin's, they Shin's 2000s fit. They, they definitely did well with the budget that they had for, for um, you know, using all bits of the, the sets that they supplied and and um making good use of, of the time that they had i suppose just um i don't know it, it, little bits felt unnecessary and could have been like a little bit tighter but could it have been a, a better movie i don't know could it have been a better movie yes of course it could have been a better film it, it was it was like it, it is what it is kind of thing i don't think it was it made it like super terrible adding the extra bit in because it was kind of interesting and thought process to fake the death kind of thing. But yeah, I'm not trying to be like a big superfluous yeah, plot. Sorry. I'm not trying to be like a big movie snob here or anything, but like the fact that it wasn't all shaky camera and explosions yeah. kind of was a nice change of pace. But Definitely I don't think I want to see it, it all the well, time like that. Well shot for the, the you know, the, the single steady cam. That for the money. I still like the last the last scene where they're in the restaurant and they're all pulling putting guns to each other's heads. Yeah. That's cool. How yeah. It's a good standoff scene and it reminds me a lot of I mean, uh Tarantino did it with uh what's that movie, the Nazi film? Um Inglorious right. Bastards. Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, like that tense standoff and you don't know which way they're gonna go. Um and just on that scene, I didn't realise that he was firing blanks. Yeah, I didn't either. I was like, oh, fuck. They're, they're well, I thought that was the point when they were making the point that he gave him a black gun and he pulled out a silver gun and then everyone's looking at the gun going, why is the color different? Do you do you guys think that, um, uh, what's his name, Roy was in on this? Or do you think, because like, I think the whole purpose of that was to ch- to show everybody that he was going to do it. He's going to kill him. But it just, I don't know, like Roy put on this thing, like he was devastated that it happened. I don't think Roy think was in on it. it I think I, he was in on it. I think he was trying. He was selling it well. 
Wasn't he wasted? Wasn't he wasted? Like Shin was wasted, you mean? No, no, he, no Shin was acting. Oh, that was Shin. Shin oh. Yeah, Shin was in the chair and he looked completely wasted. But then when he Later escapes... Right, he just walks out fine. Yeah. 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 So no, I, Roy, the way I think, that... Sorry, I go. think Roy had no idea. That's why he, he you know, he shot all those um, plates afterwards. Because mm. he wouldn't shoot his, his, his bro, but he was so, um, I guess, overcome with it. Bro's before boss. But not before plates. <laughs> why didn't they all have a chat while they're sitting around waiting for fats to get back why aren't they chatting yeah i don't know because i don't know who who was in on it in the cigarettes <laughs> i don't know i it, it's back to me that they were all in on it and that was the point because you know he could have let him go on the boat but then you know mike realizes oh hang on a minute if we don't you know have someone witness the dead body then they're going to know that we're playing them so let's you have the old fake body kind of thing so it, it kind of felt like they are they were all no but they were all acting for the the joe guy that was outside watching them all i i I agree with that but i also think it's weird that they wait for fats to get back then like they they wait for him to get back to say oh no man we gotta kill him because he just killed his wife it was kind of like they were trying to ratchet up the tension of what will happen but it it just fell a little bit in its face because it kind of you know pointless Oh, we lost Sam. Sam dropped out. That's warm. <laughs> My under warm. <laughs> I just Good pulled the right under Sam. <laughs> so should we um thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle? I'm taking over. <laughs> See, this is this is no Nathan's way. He kicked, his plan all along was to get rid of Sam. <laughs> Mike, kick him whoa. off. Kick him off. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Cuzzy Bro, got some scaffolding. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, although I'm like sort of semi-trashing it, it wasn't it wasn't a bad movie. It was it was all right. So I'm gonna go thumbs in the middle. Hello. Hello. Ooh. I've lost everyone. Oh my god, I'm so alone. I'm so alone. Anyone else? Um, I, I gave this. I, I like. I like ensemble movies like this. So, um, yeah, when you ensemble a good cast, you enjoyed that, it. So, yeah, I did. I, I thought it was really good. Um, Thumbs up from the yeah. Christian. <laughs> Not the, oh, the Gentile. That, that's coming what? in our what? AAC. Oh, I get it. Yeah. yeah, you got it. I'm sorry, I said the Christian, and then I thought I needed to follow that up with some kind of joke, and I feel bad about it now. Let's cut that bit. <laughs> okay. Uh, I only have thumbs up leading in the middle purely because of the soundtrack. Like, dreadful. Yeah, man, that soundtrack is like two points off. It's a little <laughs> bit of it. Ba, 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 but now ba, you will remember it forever because you will have the sound, the song stuck in your head. Are you kidding? I, it's I my new ringtone. A, I'm going to just um, ask Sam what his... He's, he's gone here, so I'm going to ask him what he thought of the movie so we can get his thumbs up or thumbs down. I would say um, <laughs> thumbs up, but you knew I was going to say that anyway. Because... I'm, is there's so many actors of that generation in this film as well? So, yeah. Sam says, "Full cool, thumbs up." <laughs> I'm also giving it a thumbs up. All right. There weren't many stunts or fights, but I, I kind of like um, when they're getting shot at by the snipers and they all put the cars in and they sort of slide down to the cars and oops. Yeah, that is cool when they're all like sort of moving around and that guy's like opening the doors, and the doors are obviously bulletproof. That's pretty great. 
Sam says, worst stunt was Fatty Chung eating those plain ass noodles with no sauce. So I died. Do I deserve to die apart from wasting the money in Macau? Um, yeah. What else do we do here? What, what, what's the other we, we end. We end the show, man. That's sort of what we do after we do the up downs and shit, and we've talked about all the plots and the and the stuff. We did. Oh, would you watch it again? Uh, actually, yes, I would. It's the next. I thing feel to like do no, this I wouldn't. Home. We usually would, but there's not much in here. There's uh, not much to Sam see had again. something. He said, oh, did I he? to do Simon Yam level cigarette acting. <laughs> peanuts, peanuts. Simon Yam felt like a bit of a grifter in this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Peanuts, man. Peanuts. <laughs> Can I replay what Sam did there when he disappears? Like, I think, whoa! <laughs> we should just put going. that at the start of the, of the yeah. <laughs> Um. So yeah, like, I mean, if you enjoy uh, a stylish action movie, gangster movie, this is up up your alley. Yeah, not man, give it a go. Or gun gunfighting, but yeah, no. Just, just maybe turn the sound all the way down. It's already in. <laughs> Actually, that's not true because there's some good gunfire sounds. So maybe I don't know if I could just get you to mute the the music. If we there's a really way to mute the music, to... figure that out. That's, that's, <laughs> our, that's our long weekend project, Nat. We'll, we'll rescore it. <laughs> <laughs> Dubstep. Dubstep. <laughs> Get in touch with us, AsianActionCast at gmail.com if you have a suggestion or look us up on Instagram for fun, lols, and good times. And Facebook, why not? I love you guys. I'll talk to you soon. Stay safe, uh, everybody. Just realized that Sam was the one controlling all the... That's uh, what I meant. That's what I said earlier. I don't know how we get out of this. Cannot live. Holy crap, I've lost everyone.